Welcome back, everybody, to the Hangout in the Holy Land, the official podcast of LandsGrantHolyLand.com, a free website that writes all the time about Ohio State sports. Really, we've been doing this for like like two years. We, we, it's about time we come up with a consistent like read or, or tagline here. So uh, send us your suggestions. Do our work for us because we can't be bothered to do any kind of pre-production. Anyway, this is the Hangout in the Holy Land. We are recording this here on the afternoon of Monday, March 20th. So you should be able to listen to this you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. We've just finished the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. I am your host, Matt Brown. I am the managing editor of Land Grant Hoyland. I'm one of the college league managers for SNB Nation, a large sports website on the internet. Since the NCAA tournament first weekend has come and gone, that can only mean one thing, Colton. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah, Colton's here with me, you know. We usually do this together. Do you know what it means? I don't know, but 2017 is my kingdom for a Wisconsin Purdue national championship game. Don't even, don't even, don't even joke about that. I want it. I want it so bad, and I'm not even being sarcastic. I need this. Why? I feel like after the way this tournament has been, especially the first round in a year where it was just like so chalky, and I feel like college basketball, not that it wasn't good, but there just wasn't a lot of ups and downs. There wasn't a lot of surprises. And you have basically in all the one seeds, it's Duke, who's out of the tournament now, obviously, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, even a school like Gonzaga. They're, they're not like a classic blue blood, but Gonzaga's been a great team for 20-plus years. I want to see a national championship game that involves none of those teams and is like an eight, and an, or I guess Purdue's a four, and Wisconsin in that eight spot, I think that's the national championship everybody deserves this year. You know, let's go ahead and we're gonna jump right into that. I got, we, there's not a ton of Ohio State news. We got a couple of things we want to we want to talk about. We have a few questions that people have sent us, and as always, if you'd like us to discuss your question, whether that has to do with Ohio State athletics or not, this is this is an informal get together podcast. Uh, you can always tweet us at landgrant33. You can tweet me at mattsbn or shoot me an email at matt.brown at sbnation.com. Uh, our friend of the program, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan, uh, asks, so what's the deal with the Big Ten? Are we up? Are we down? Are we so up that it looked like we were down? Um, and a, a big part of that is because there, there was a prevailing narrative and one that I helped push uh, that the big this was a down year for Big Ten basketball. Uh, the Big Ten. I was at the Big Ten basketball tournament. Not not, not the most. Uh, I would I, I would say not 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 the most uniformly excellent display of basketball that we've seen. It's pretty clear there's one or two good teams. One team that got hot, Michigan, uh, and then you know we, you and I and and dear listeners, we we've watched Big Ten basketball for the past couple of months, and that that's it's not a surprise. Unfortunately, yeah, that that it came away. Uh, with with a not great reputation, and now we are heading into the Sweet 16, and Wisconsin is still around, and Purdue is still around, and Michigan is still around, and the ACC, which was uh, you know tapped with all kinds of uh, very deep and excellent monikers, is is almost out of the tournament. So let me ask you, uh, does that change anything about your perception of the Big Ten? Is it up or is it down, or or you know what's what what's what, what's the right take here? No, the Big Ten is still bad. Yeah. And when you look at the teams that are still left for the Big Ten, Purdue hasn't had that tournament success 
in a while, but you, you know that Matt Painter is a good coach, and I want to say this is their first Sweet 16 in six years, but I, I don't think like it's a shock that Purdue, the team that won the Big Ten in the regular season, would make the Sweet 16, especially given the first-round matchup they had versus a 13 seed. And I, I would say an Iowa State team that, with a month left in the season, looked like it was going to the NIT, and then based off the way they finished, they were able to make the NCAA tournament. I don't think that like it's a glowing endorsement at the same time that like produce some basketball powerhouse now, but it's great to see them in the position that they're in. And then as it goes for Michigan and Wisconsin, even though the players might be a little bit different, under John Beeline, they've had a ton of success in the tournament. And after they won the Big Ten tournament, you could see that you know, the easy narrative is to say, well, this team is hot, but they're, they're playing really well right now. And the fact that they were able to beat a very good Oklahoma State team and shoot like 90% from three in the second half of that game and then beat a two-seeded Louisville team, I think is a kudos to how much better they've been since we saw them lose to Ohio State on their home floor. Yeah, yeah real, quick, real quick, let's not forget that. Don't let the Big Ten's resilient round two performance distract you from the fact that Ohio State basketball, who lost to They beat them, beat somehow. Not just Michigan, but also Sweet 16 participant Wisconsin. Just wanted to get that out there. I'm sorry. Please continue your point. Well, and then and then to Wisconsin, too. That That's a team that has players and has people involved with the program that have been around Final Fours and Elite Eights and Sweet 16s. So if people want to, like, I don't know if our listeners saw it, but, like, the Rutgers basketball Twitter account was, like, tweeting out memes of, like, when people say the Big Ten is bad and it's really not. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, I think it's okay to congratulate those three teams and to recognize that they are good, especially, I think, in Wisconsin's case, very underseeded. But the rest of the conference still just absolutely sucks. And this is something we talked about last month, I think, before the Big Ten tournament even started. Like, I don't know why people have, like, such strong affiliation with the rest of the teams in the Big Ten Conference, especially Ohio State fans, because, like, newsflash, everybody that isn't an Ohio State fan that's a Big Ten fan of another school fucking hates Ohio State. So I'm definitely not going to turn around and be like, yeah, Michigan, go into the Sweet 16, Purdue, yeah, go to the Elite Eight. But I'm going to make an exception this year because I want to see this Wisconsin-Purdue national championship game. We deserve it. Okay, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you on wanting to watch that because I can't stand watching Wisconsin basketball on, on any level, regardless. I of- mean, I don't, I don't want to watch it, but I just want to see it, if that makes sense. I want everybody else to watch it. <laughs> That's basically my okay. reasoning. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me try to, to wind, wind this back here for, for a second. So um, I, I, I agree with you with the idea that Big Ten still was not very good, right? Like th- we do this every bowl season and we do this every NCAA tournament. And I think it's dumb as hell, right? The, the cool thing about college basketball is that we actually have a longer season. We have 30 plus games of data that we can use to evaluate how good a team is. And they're going to play against some really crummy teams, but they're also, I mean, you, you play enough games against uh, you know, teams that are in the top 100 that we can make more informed decisions about who is good or who is not than football, where uh, you have a smaller number of data points and we could just throw out a couple of those, right? This is, this is why we have efficiency statistics. We should not get to throw out all of that data over 
a weekend of a single elimination tournament where we have always weird extenuating circumstances, whether that's injuries, whether that's whatever weird juju magic uh, uh, is going on here with, with Michigan, um, with with uh, you know, all the way these little matchups go break one way or another. Like we saw the Rutgers tweet a couple of days ago about you know the Rutgers basketball guys laughing and you know well, they said the Big Ten was bad. Like well, one, you still suck. And yes, I'm aware that Rutgers beat Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament, but that's still like not a top 120 team in the country. The fact that Michigan played Oklahoma State and Louisville essentially even, and uh, you know hit one extra three in both of those games, that doesn't validate or change where you are as a program at any level. Like you know, look, we we can get our our, our jokes and our retweets and our faves. We're pointing out that was that Ohio State beat Wisconsin and Michigan this season, which is true. Don't let don't 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 forget that. But does the fact that Wisconsin beat Villanova and Michigan beat Louisville, does that make Ohio State season any less assy? I don't think so. Um, and it, you know, if you're somebody that, that, that these are tend to be ACC basketball people and SEC football people um, that, that, that want to build up your own program or own self-identity based on what happens during the tournament. Look, I'm not going to tell you, you know, I'm not your dad. I'm not the police. But I think that idea is dumb. Yeah, and I, I think that people have this, and I don't mean to lump everybody into this because it's easy to say, well, everybody thinks this, but I, I think that there's a large section of sports viewers that love football so much that when you watch other sports, you kind of group things that happen in the way that you watch football, if that makes sense, because you brought up uh, bowl season is like the prime example of it's a one game sample size, but everybody talk like is the big 10 backer is the ACC finally passing the sec. And I think the great thing about the tournament is over, over the years, not as much this year, we've seen that, you know, teams like George Mason, teams like Florida Gulf coast, you don't have to say that maybe secretly they're, they're one of the best teams. No, they, they just got hot for whatever reason. They hit a couple more shots and it's tournament time. Crazy shit happens. Like you look at the sweet 16 right now is Xavier, one of the 16 best teams in the country. Hell no, but it's an awesome story that an 11 seed, which a lot of people talked about as being a team that shouldn't have made the tournament or was one of the last teams in has made the sweet 16 and could possibly make the elite eight and beyond. That's what makes the tournament great. And, you know, it, but those it's kind of more hot takey, I guess, and easy to just be like, Oh, the big 10 has three teams in the sweet 16. Uh, they're, they're not as bad as everybody said. Yeah. Like, no, they, they are bad, but it's great that three teams made it. That's the beauty of the tournament. That's how it works out. Yeah. And, and I, I don't dislike watching Purdue play basketball. Uh, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll use our, our quiet voices here. This particular Michigan basketball team is fun to watch on television. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't give a crap about Wisconsin or any of that. It, 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 you know, I'll say this last thing here, and then, and then we can move on. To, to your point about it being a great story to see an 11 seed move on, and you're, you're going to see a column probably sometime this week where you're going to hear somebody, you know, bitch and moan about the fact being an 11 seed or, you know, the fact that there's a Wisconsin and a South Carolina now in the Sweet 16. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, those aren't the best 16 teams, and now, you know, we're not going to get good product, and it's going to devalue the concept of a champion. Like, I, I, that, you hear that whenever an underdog makes uh, the second weekend the NCAA tournament, and you hear that when people talk about, enlarging the college football postseason. And I, I just think it's the dumbest argument. We have this in every 
other kind of sport. You know, upsets in the NHL and the playoffs happen all the time. It's seven, six, seven, eight seeds win first round matchups or go farther pretty often if you get a hot goalie. Um, and does that mean, like, you know, if you have like a four or five seed in their conference win the championship that year, do we devalue that by by any way? Does that make the the product less fun? I don't think so. Yeah, we've seen nine and seven teams win the Super Bowl, and that's the NFL's like everybody's haven for like what what sports should be. So yeah, yeah I'm with you on I that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't know. The the there's so many things to worth worth uh, getting mad about. And that is not one of them here for me. So there, there's one other thing I want to talk to you about real quick before we can kind of get into some, some weird stuff, I think. Um, in terms of other hard news, there hasn't been a ton since we, since we talked. Ohio State football spring practices is, is going on here. As news for that happens, you're going to find out about it on land grant. Um, Ohio State basketball, you know, miss the NIT or whatever. None of us really care. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, I think I speak for everybody who writes to this website that um, Ohio State playing Ole Miss or something, or you know, Clemson in the first round of the NIT and losing by twelve, or even winning and then losing in the next round, like that. None of that would have changed how I felt about uh, this season. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't lament not having that experience. But uh, there is one. While while people may feel upset about. Ohio State basketball. There's one thing, other thing I think is worth mentioning right now. Uh, Ohio State's other sports teams are destroying everyone at the moment. And I know that most of us live and die with football and a little bit for basketball. But just a, a brief recap here. And I'm, I'm going to be missing some stuff, like like tennis, um, which is doing is doing very well. Ohio State men's volleyball, second seed, second uh, number two in the RPI nationally. Ohio State wrestling. Kyle Snyder just won a national title. They, they, did, they did another excellent job, elite program nationally at this point. Uh, Ohio State men's lacrosse just absolutely dump-trucked the number one ranked team in the country. They just, just they destroyed Denver. Uh, I think they won by nine. Now they're the fourth-ranked team in the country. They're 9-0. and um, they, I, This is, this is the, the, the highest-performing lacrosse team in years. Uh, and women's basketball just made the Sweet 16. They 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 beat Kentucky behind a flurry of three-point shooting, and they have a chance to advance beyond that. Um, oh, and men's hockey for like the first time since I think 2009 made the NCAA tournament. Now, no, granted, they, they kind of backed in a little bit here, but the program's improved immensely. They're going to face Minnesota Duluth this Friday. That game's going to be in Fargo. It's always fun looking at the men's hockey bracket. It's a little bit smaller than you think, and then you say, okay, yeah, I see Penn State on there, Minnesota, that makes sense. North Dakota, I, yeah, I'm aware, but that's a, a really big hockey school. And you see things like Union or Michigan Tech, um, you know, you know uh, d- directional, you know, regional campus Minnesota schools. And you, you forget, like, oh, actually, yes, in this sport, they're, they're elite. But um, it's a reminder here that even you know this athletic department is enormous and it's really unusual there's very few other athletic departments that that are like this they're good at almost everything um i don't know but do you follow any sport relatively closely besides football and basketball i don't but what how i keep up with it is like through instagrams like the track and field instagram or the men's women's hockey instagram and you know wrestling and i i think to your point about mentioning that kind of everybody listening to this and even us probably care, obviously care the most about football and not really anything else, basketball when they're good. 
I think something you can take away from it is like you're saying, one, Ohio State has the one of the best athletic departments across the board, men's and women's sports in the country. And this is with men's basketball kind of being a tire fire right now. But if you want to look at it from like a selfish football point of view, it's more eyes for the program in general. It's more money coming in for, for facilities. It's, I think maybe in rare cases, it's maybe there's a little brother or sister that plays lacrosse or plays volleyball and they can, a potential recruit looks at Ohio State and the parents see that, oh, you know, my, my daughter can also go play women's volleyball or go swim for an elite program or my son can go play hockey, whatever it may be. I think that we're kind of in the golden age of Ohio State athletics right now. And for as much shit as people like to give Gene Smith, for how he handled 2012 and and not going to a bowl game that season. I think you look at the 30,000 foot view of the job he's done and he's got to be one of the top three athletic directors in the country. I think pretty close. We've, we've written, I think a couple articles defending him. I'm, I'm, I'm happily on team Gene Smith is actually good in terms of, of the infrastructure improvements that Ohio state has enjoyed. In terms of the the bulk of their of their hiring decisions, um, the, you know it hasn't been perfect. Uh, you know, obviously there was the whole Gator Bowl situation and 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 the the, the one year bowl ban that that didn't work out here for Ohio State. You know, I don't love the way that the Value City Arena is set up, but the bulk of those of those decisions here have been excellent. I follow college baseball a little bit, um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get a little bit more here into college lacrosse. I remember I, I went to the Big Ten tournament last year when it was at Maryland. I might go to Woodins at Hopkins this year. It's not too far from where I live. Um, if you have the capacity, though, to, to pick up another sport, I would I would encourage you to do so. I have to say women's basketball is pretty fun to watch. We watched them a couple of times this year. We write about them a lot on our website. Um, I'm, not, I'm not so much a hockey guy, but this is the best Ohio State hockey team that we've had here in a while. That'll be on TV. So, you know, I would encourage you guys to branch out. We, we, we want to celebrate – Ohio State being successful when, when uh, wherever they can, and this this is a, a a great time here for Ohio State because we have a lot of those opportunities to do that celebrating, and that's probably going to continue into the spring, especially when you know rowing season comes and Ohio State starts dunking on everybody again. Yeah, and you you brought up lacrosse, and they had their big game this weekend in the shoe against. DU and like for people not out here in Colorado I wouldn't say DU lacrosse is like a massive deal it's nothing that everybody talks about but that is like this is a very very prestigious program and for them to beat their ass the way they did they won I want to say 16 to 7 and when DU is the number one ranked team in the country that that's awesome whether you watch lacrosse or not if you're an Ohio State fan if you're an Ohio State alum that's that's only good things for that program and for the athletic department as a whole. So enjoy Ohio State being like this while we can because it's not going to last forever. You think? Well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it lasts as long as it can, but you know, this has been a pretty solid run especially with football at the forefront, but Ohio State is in a really really good place right now athletics-wise. Let's hope it lasts at least as long as this website does because it's much easier to write about an athletic department that's actually good than an athletic department that is not. With the state of this podcast, that may not be long. <laughs> that's true. There's one other, one other thing I wanted to ask you about here that, that's not so related to Ohio State, but if you made it to this part in the podcast, you know, that's, that, that, that's kind of... Kudos. That's, that's the risk here that you run. Uh, I understand that you are recently in the market 
for a new PlayStation 2 game, like you are aware that there are other more recent video game systems that have that have come out. Uh, but you're 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 getting a new PS2 game, is that right? Well, I already have it, but I haven't played it yet. I'm looking to play Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and I haven't played. That's the only one in that series I haven't played. Like I played GTA 3, I played San Andreas, I played 4 and 5, and all that good stuff. But I, I'd I'd be interested to hear from some of our listeners what type, because I know you're a gamer, and for me, like these new systems. They're clunky. I think the games, the like, the best way to put why I don't like video games right now is like back in the day. Like if you played Sonic or if you played any sort of other adventure game, like if you ran out of lives, you were done. You went back to the start, and there was no looking for help on how to beat this game. Nowadays, like you can you can play a game like Assassin's Creed. That was probably the last newer game I played, and like the fighting sequences. You don't even get to do some of the stuff. It's just like a cinematic sequence. And like for me, like, yeah, the graphics are great, but I don't think it's as fun. And looking back on the old days of like Madden, I used to love those games for PS2 or like Xbox. But nowadays Madden sucks. And maybe NBA 2K I know that you play is, is probably the best one. But I really miss those glory days of gaming. So that's why I got the N64 and the PS2 right at the ready. I, I, I just want to quickly point out here that – I, I get the reputation on our website, and this is one that I don't think is entirely undeserved for being the dad, uh, and in part because I am, in fact, a dad, uh, but for having more old-timey sensibilities. Now, I'm not that old. I, I turned 30 in, like, shoot, like two weeks, something like that. But but the idea that, that we you would complain about the state of video games because people can look up help on the Internet and don't have to solve things yourself is by far, like, the most middle-agey, <laughs> wine that I, that 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 trumps anything that I've complained about. That is my, that is, my this is my column personified right there. Yeah, I I just I don't like it. I, I don't. And if people want to play games that way and cheat, then you know be my guest. But I'm I'm a retro gamer, and I, I don't think that stuff's right. And finally, my one last point: I do love FIFA, and anytime Luke Zimmerman wants the business, I will absolutely give him the work in FIFA. So, for those of you guys who don't know, our editor in chief, uh, my fellow college league manager, Luke Zim at LukeZim on Twitter.com, is like obsessed with FIFA, and nothing will make me happier. Don't tell him I said this; I don't think he's listening. Uh, for you to challenge him online and just beat his ass because it makes him mad for like, hey, <laughs> you know, whenever mad in real life. He, he, yeah, I, 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 I beat, I beat him once. I don't really play FIFA. I think he, I made him play as like some like third division Japanese team, and I got to be like Barcelona, and I beat him by like one goal in extra time. And I was like a bleed dick about it. You know, I'm running around the office. I'm like, you know, I'm airplaning, I'm carpet diving, and everything. And uh, he was actually mad online about it. I can't. I can't possibly imagine why. Um, I, I, I will say this. I'm. In, I'm interested in all of your Grand Theft Auto thoughts. Like I, I remember playing Vice City, and it's 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 fun. The soundtrack's interesting. There's some fun speedboat missions. Uh, I don't know how well it it ages. Um, you know, I I, I really I, I enjoyed Grand Theft Auto Five, but the writing is not good like in the back of my mind i'm like wow this is stereotyping everybody and this game is racist and certainly you know uh, you know not not upholding many of the other like you know go things i hope i look for in games but uh running over a bunch of people in a car 
uh, is pretty fun. I don't I don't think I've played any of them since I became a father. Although I have played lots of games that do involve murking people and or like swearing, and so that might have been where my kids pick some of these things up. Uh, let me let me let me know what you think. I have the only like I I bought a PlayStation Two earlier in the off season just to play college football again. I haven't really touched it uh, in the last couple of months, and a part of that is because uh, since you, you know by the time you be done, you'll be listening to this. The new Mass Effect game came out, and that's like that's my jam. And I was working as hard as I could to finish my book manuscript before that date, and I, I didn't quite make it. I, I probably have like seven more pages left. And I, now I, I don't even think I'm going to like make my deadline because it's going to be the next two and a half weeks. If, you're, if you don't see my byline on Langer and Hoyland for a little while, uh, that's probably because I'm exploring in space and uh, you know, trying to hook up with some hot blue aliens. Sorry about that. Priorities. I will say, though, I am like 12 seasons deep into an NCAA 07 season right now with the Arizona Wildcats. So I'm with you on that. That's the one game. Obviously, you can't play anymore because they don't make it anymore. But PS2, NCAA games, holy grail. They're, they're, they're pretty good. And once we get deeper into the offseason, we, we might just dig down and do an entire show or entire like series of posts uh, about these breaking down playbooks and everything because there's nothing else to talk about. And a couple other things here and now. So we'll go ahead and, and wrap this one up here. Enjoy the next weekend of the NCAA tournament. I hope your brackets are fine. Um, I was feeling pretty good about... Uh, my situation, but then I picked Duke to win the national title, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, they're not going to, and I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I typically do a bracket challenge with my family members, uh, and I l- lose very often to my sisters who cannot name a single college basketball player, and and I, I purportedly help do this here for a living. So that's not great. I hope you are doing much better than I am, and I hope that you also continue to go to landgrantholyland.com. We have some recruiting stories coming up here this week. We're going to have more about Ohio State hockey, Ohio State's women's basketball, as they for, uh, as they plunge here into their respective postseason tournaments, and more news. I, I Between all of us friends, I think there's going to be some big Ohio State recruiting news coming up here in a couple of, couple of days. We're gonna, we're, uh, that's, a, that's a teaser. Uh, follow along here. Might be some some big B1G recruiting news. And uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm gonna go finish up the rest of my work here, so I can go shoot some aliens, and so Colton can go shoot some innocent bystanders. Uh, thanks for listening, and go Bucks. Yeah, nobody's gone to Sugar Bar. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>